Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Welcome back, my beautiful friends. I am actually losing my voice. Um, everyone in my house is sick right now, and I think I might come down with it, but I'm, I'm hoping that I don't. But losing my voice, so I'm going to keep this one very, very brief. I wanted to make sure I got this episode out before Christmas, so um, I'm on a pretty tight deadline, but I wanted to make sure that I didn't leave you all hanging, so... I apologize if I sound a little weird or if I'm talking a little softer than usual, but um, I'm going to try to soldier through this one. So if you are listening to this episode in real time, it's the week of Christmas. And I know that if you're anything like me, there's probably a lot going on, not just with the holiday rush, but also in preparation for the new year, right? Now, don't forget, if one of your New Year's intentions is to lose weight in 2022, my online weight loss program starts January 10th. I'm so excited. So be sure to get on my wait list. If you're not already on there, it's www.eva.fit forward slash wait list. I'll make sure that my agency puts it in the show notes. Okay, so I wanted to quickly share three tips to avoid gaining weight and self-sabotaging over the holidays. Whether it's Christmas dinner with your family or a New Year's Eve celebration or whatever it is that you do. I know that adding the element of possibly traveling or being around family members can be tricky and it can inadvertently sabotage your progress because you might be more stressed out than normal. And well, as you know, stress will make you hold on to extra weight. You're also less likely to prioritize your own needs if you're tending to guests or your kids being off of school, or whatever might be going on in your household. And then, of course, there's probably a lot more food and alcohol around than usual. So here's what I want you to remember before anything else. If your goal is to lose weight, you can make a decision ahead of time to not gain any weight over the holidays. You don't have to wait until January 1st to get your health together. That is just an arbitrary day. So commit to yourself that you're going to make decisions that honor your health from here on out, regardless of what day it is, what holiday it is, who's visiting you or who you may be visiting. Okay. Tip number one is to remember to drink your water. This is especially going to be important if you're traveling and if you're going to be drinking alcohol. But in general, I know that when I have a lot going on, I don't always drink enough water. So I have to make a concerted effort to do it. If you're traveling, the stress of traveling and dehydration can really mess up your digestive system. Trust me. So plan your water intake just like you should be planning the foods that you eat. I always recommend drinking as much water as you can first thing in the morning just to get it out of the way. Remember, dehydration can feel like hunger in your body. Studies have shown that drinking water raises your metabolism and it increases your fat burning rate. Drinking water before a meal can also help you feel more satisfied so that you eat less and it reduces bloating. Water can also prevent and treat headaches and it helps to flush out toxins in your body. 
water will also naturally reduce your desires for other sugary drinks and snacks between your meals, especially if you tend to drink sodas and even diet sodas. I don't recommend drinking diet sodas, but we'll talk about that another day. The simplest formula for figuring out how much water your body needs is to take your body weight in pounds and divide it in half. That's how many ounces of water your body realistically needs every day, give or take. So if you weigh 150 pounds, you should be drinking 75 ounces of water per day. If you're going to be drinking alcohol, always have a glass of water along with it so that it's a one-to-one ratio. For example, for every four-ounce glass of wine, have four ounces of water. This is the easiest way to prevent hangovers, overdrinking, and headaches. Thank me later. Tip number two is crowding out. The holidays are a great time to practice crowding out. And I dedicated episode four to this simple weight loss concept. So essentially, crowding out refers to the natural process that happens when you prioritize adding more healthy foods over avoiding unhealthy foods. The idea is that you're gradually going to add in healthier options to your plate rather than taking away anything that you may have wanted to eat. That feels a lot more empowering than telling yourself, I can't eat that food. So instead of trying to desperately avoid all the things that you may crave because your body is just so used to having it in its system, you're instead focusing on increasing the amount of healthy foods that you eat. That is what crowding out is. And the way that you implement the crowding out method is basically just serve yourself and eat the healthiest foods that you have available first. So if you first eat a salad or raw vegetables or cooked vegetables, you're going to be much less likely to overconsume the starchy foods or the desserts afterwards. You're still going to be able to enjoy whatever else is on your plate, but you're just not going to overindulge. I always say you can have pizza if you want to have pizza. And I probably say this because I love pizza, but also because I use the crowding out method, right? Just eat a green salad first and you can substitute pizza with whatever food you love to eat, right? The idea really goes back to eating your vegetables first. Just making a conscious effort to eat your vegetables first. You'll get your fiber, you'll get your nutrients, and then you can still enjoy whatever else is on your plate. You just won't overdo it and then feel bad afterwards or feel guilty or feel shame or whatever not so great emotions might come up. What I love about the crowding out method is just how much it helps us to get in touch with our body's natural rhythms. You'll really start to learn how to be more intuitive and mindful with your body by doing the crowding out method. And this takes me right to tip number three. During the busy holiday season, the best tool you can use to support your weight loss journey and not sabotage yourself is actually right inside of you. It's your very own hunger and fullness scale. So when one of your relatives tries to force seconds on you or a piece of pie, and you either don't want it or you've already eaten enough, you can honor your hunger fullness cues right in that moment and say, no, thank you. Or you can say you'll have some later because you're full right now. That's honoring your body. That's honoring yourself. That's self-care. Episode 16 is all about the hunger scale. But to sum it up, you can use the hunger scale to not only determine when it's time to eat, but also how much to eat and when to stop eating. You'll use a scale before, during, and after your meals. And there's two questions that you want to ask yourself when you're using the hunger scale. Am I hungry? And have I had enough? So think of a scale of 1 to 10. On the scale, 1 is your stomach feels completely empty and you might feel dizzy, nauseous, or unable to concentrate. This is when you're hangry. 
try not to let yourself get to a one because it will mess up your hormones. A 10 is completely and uncomfortably stuffed to the point where you may be feeling sick from eating so much and you don't even want to look at food. Try to avoid uh, getting to a 10 as well, by the way. So if a one is hangry and a 10 is stuffed beyond capacity, then a five is neutral. At a five, you're not hungry at all and your body has the fuel that it needs. I often get asked, based on the hunger scale, when should I eat? And obviously that's going to vary by individual. But generally, I recommend that you start eating when you're at a three and stop eating when you're at a six. Maybe seven if it's a big event with lots of food or something like that. But when you're at a six, that's when you have no hunger cues. And if you're eating, now you're fully satisfied. Number seven is where you're now past satisfied. You could possibly have a few more bites and still be comfortable, but not a lot more. I've trained my body to not eat past a six, but that might take you some time and some coaching to get there, depending on where you are in your journey. The most important thing is to be mindful of how your body feels before, during, and after your meal. It really will come down to you listening to your body and learning the way your body communicates with you. So when you're using the hunger scale, you'll want to check in with yourself throughout the day to determine if it's time to eat, and then a few times throughout your meal to determine if you're satisfied yet. Now, I don't mean every time you take a bite of food, you got to ask yourself, like, where am I on the scale, right? We're not doing the most. But before you eat, just take a moment to determine where you are on the scale of one to 10. When you've eaten half of your food, put down your fork, take a moment to check in with yourself, have a little mid-meal check-in, right? And finally, at the end of your meal, see how you feel. Are you comfortably satisfied or are you stuffed? Obviously, during the holidays, I'm not going to sit here and be like, then then take out your journal and write about it (laughs) Um, unless you want to. But this is just a really great tool that you can use so that you're not overdoing it and then you're feeling bad afterwards. And you want to remember that you're going to stop eating when you reach your comfort zone. And keep in mind that that's going to vary day to day. Also, one thing that's important to note is that there is a big difference between being full and being satisfied. Being full means just that, that your stomach is full. Whereas being satisfied means that your body has what it needs. So remember, two questions. Am I hungry? Have I had enough? Oftentimes when we get too low on the hunger scale, we're more likely to overeat because it's more difficult for us to listen to our true fullness and satisfaction cues once our hormones get dysregulated. So really keep that in mind. It's all about being mindful. I know that with the chaos of the holidays, it might feel like it's easier to just say, fuck it until January 1st. But that's just a thought. And that thought doesn't serve you. There's no reason why you can't make healthy choices that will make you feel better about yourself. The choice is always yours. And I encourage you to choose yourself every single day, even on the holidays. That's all for today. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.